we can probably take it as read that Ecuador's president-elect Daniel Noboa has already heard all the Banana Republic jokes. As the son of Ecuador's richest man, Alvaro Noboa, Daniel Noboa is also presumptive heir to the Bonita Bananas empire, among other enterprises. Noboa won the second round runoff of Ecuador's presidential election on Sunday, comfortably defeating Luisa Gonzalez, a leftish-leaning lawyer, and the anointed choice of former president Rafael Correa, who remains influential in Ecuador despite having resided for some years in Belgium, in preference to serving a 10-year stretch at home for fiddling his campaign finances. Ecuadorians in general, indeed, have doubtless already heard all the banana Republic jokes. While it is not unheard of for the entitled scions of wealthy families to try their luck in politics, Noboa is in many respects a surprising choice by Ecuadorian voters. He doesn't have a great deal of political experience, one two-year stint representing the people of Santa Elena in Ecuador's National Assembly. He is very young, he'll be 36 next month. And while Noboa does have name recognition, it might have been assumed to be the wrong kind. His father has run five times for Ecuador's presidency and been told five times by his fellow citizens to stick to bananas. And slash but, it is possibly tempting to frame Noboa amongst an up-and-coming cohort of flagrantly millennial Latin American leaders. Noboa's wife, Lavinia Valbonese, is one of those people who somehow seems to make a living posting pictures of herself on Instagram. We shall return presently to the question of whether Noboa's victory represents any part of a coherent generational change in Latin American politics. Spoiler, probably not. But first we should look at what Noboa proposes to do with Ecuador's presidency now that he has it. Ecuador's most pressing challenge, and therefore its new president's most pressing challenge, is security. Ecuador was, until just a few years ago, regarded as a relative sanctuary in a turbulent region. It has recently become plagued by violence, largely perpetrated by rival drug trafficking cartels based in Mexico and Colombia. Nearly 6,000 people have been murdered in Ecuador this year alone, among them one of the candidates in the presidential election, Fernando Villavicencio, who was shot dead in August at a campaign rally in Quito. The seven Colombians arrested on suspicion of his murder are also now dead among the hundreds killed inside Ecuador's prisons in recent years. The bulletproof vest worn by Noboa on the campaign trail was no mere prop. Noboa has, unsurprisingly and quite rightly, promised to be tough on crime. His headline promise is to incarcerate the most violent criminals on ships moored off Ecuador's coast. Certainly few Ecuadorians would much mind this, or indeed the prospect of said vessels experiencing some sort of mishap which caused them to sink or drift off into the Pacific and their occupants to be consumed by sharks. Naboa is doubtless mindful that the thoughts of many Ecuadorian citizens have in recent years meandered wistfully northwards, where his fellow millennial, the grinning backward baseball-capped hipster tyrant President Nayib Bukele of El Salvador, has implemented a ruthless regime of arbitrary, indefinite and brutal detention for anyone who even looks like they might have anything to do with gangs. One poll earlier this year found Bukele the most popular politician in Ecuador, 
and it was some distance back to second place. On the available evidence, however, Noboa is no Bukele. Noboa has been at pains throughout the campaign to present himself as mild-mannered and affable, and aside from the idea of marooning gangsters at sea, has resisted the temptations of populist grandstanding. His economic policies are, by and large, the sort of stolid, centre-right, business-friendly investment attracting proscriptions one might expect of a graduate of Harvard University's John F. Kennedy School of Government, as indeed Noboa is. Which, of course, kind of spikes comparisons with Latin America's other best-known millennial leader, the out-and-proud socialist 37-year-old President Gabriel Boric of Chile. See, told you that thesis was going nowhere. But Ecuadorians and everybody else will find out sooner rather than later what kind of president Daniel Noboa will be. He does not have time to faff about fretting about new curtains for the presidential palace or such like. Noboa has won his mandate in a special election precipitated by the incumbent president, Guillermo Lasso, who yanked the plug on parliament and himself in a bid to avoid impeachment on embezzlement charges. Noboa will be serving the remainder of Lasso's term, just 15 months, although he is entitled to run again, should Ecuadorians like what he does with the time he has. For Monocle Radio, I'm Andrew Muller.